Welcome to Bad Gamers Anonymous, a weekly podcast made by gamers for gamers. We discuss retro gaming and issues that gamers care about. We also review indie games and popular titles. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Bishop, Bad Gamer Garrick, and Bad Gamer Crowley. Wait, do these idiots not know what anonymous means? Get good scrubs. Yes, please get good, because I need someone to help me get good, because I suck. I am your host, Mr. Crowley, and welcome once again to Bad Gamers Anonymous. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, joining me, uh, as he does all the time, except last week, because last week we talked sports balls, and he doesn't like balls. It's Garrick. I do not like balls, other than my own. They're very special to me, but no one else's. I don't like your balls. Well, that's fine. You don't have to. Okay, perfect. As long as I don't have to. Uh, it's Memorial Day weekend. We hope everyone has had a great Memorial Day uh, weekend and got out there with your family, with your friends, enjoyed some of the fresh air and the 100-plus uh, uh, heat index here in the Midwest. It's been uh, just it's so, so wonderful to step outside in that humidity and stickiness and heat. And I am being facetious, of course. If you don't know what facetious means, that means you probably went to public school. Uh, Garrick, how was your Memorial Day weekend? It was fantastic. All I did was I worked. I worked a lot. <laughs> took care of my baby. I didn't play any games. You just I worked. Just adulted. You adulted and worked. Yeah. And that sucks. Yeah. Sucks. But, but, but shout out, I mean, Memorial Day. Thank you for, for all our fallen troops and not fallen troops yet. And never will fall troops what? who are fighting for us. What? I feel like this is going to be a pretty military heavy show anyway, just because of the two trailers that dropped this week, which we'll get into. And we'll talk about that controversies because God knows you can't do something without having a controversy. Oh, goodness gracious. No, you can't. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, so I've just been playing Detroit Become Human. Thanks for asking all week. Uh, it's been uh, uh, fun, uh, awesome, and I've also been playing another game. We'll talk about Detroit Become Human next week. I know a lot of you out there want to hear what we have to say on it. And by a lot of you, I mean maybe one person who listens to this podcast. Like, I wonder what they're going to say about Detroit Become Human or anything for that matter. Uh, but yeah, we, we, have, we have one person who doesn't have the system that it's on and another person who does, so. Right. I'm sure sure half of our fan base is curious. Right. Yeah. Do we have two people? Do we have two fans? Well, apparently we have Curtis and then we have Cab. Curtis and Cab, that's it. Nobody else yeah. listens to this show. What happened to what? our super number one fans, Cheyenne? What happened to that? What happened to her? I think she died. Oh, I don't know. That's sad. I reached out to her recently and she never responded. Um That's sad. She what, might be dead. What about Squidney? Whitney has better things to do with their life than listen, listen to, us. to us, like yeah. play Destiny 2. Right. Most, most people have better things to do with their life uh, than listen to us. Which, speaking of Curtis, let's give Curtis a big shout out right now at the beginning of the show. Because our new Curtis logo. Curtis the Cutter. What? what I don't know. I just want to make a nickname for him. Why I, would I you? want alliteration. You can't make, you can't, that's not how nicknames work. Get good scrubs. You can't just give him a nickname because <laughs> you want to give him a nickname. Like, I it, mean, it has to make sense. Like, Curtis the Logo, dude. Curtis the, the the Photoshop guy, Curtis the I don't even know what we, in Photoshop you you cut out pictures and you post it on other things so he's cutting and pasting and and man uh, you are really reaching you are really reaching anyway uh, Curtis we're, we're we're almost we're almost done tweaking and Curtis is gonna we're gonna unveil the new logo next weekend maybe 
I don't know. We'll see what Curtis gets done. Uh, I think I think there's just a couple things we want to tweak. That we're talking to Garrick tonight before the show. A couple things we're looking we're looking forward to, to 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 the new thing, and then we'll have new new everything to go along with it. We'll have new intro and stuff. So you know, it'll be fun. It'll yeah. be it'll be good times. Good. It'll be good times. Good times. Uh, so look for it on our social media when that hits. Might hit this week. Who knows? God only knows. Uh, the basement. God only knows. I, I talked about this last week. Uh, I, I and possibly the week before because I just like to talk. I was on the basement episode three. What's up, Humperdink? Uh, it's what's on I, uh, available on iTunes and whatever podcatcher you use to listen to this show. It's probably available there. Uh, it was great. I was a guest on there. Check it out. I've been asked to come back for part two. Like they asked me back. Uh, wh- who? Why? I, I don't. Albert did. I don't know why. I don't. I honestly you, don't like. Why would anybody want me back to talk about anything? Did you have a stand-in or something? No, like, I didn't. Wait. So they genuinely want you. They genuinely back. asked me back. I don't know why. Why would anybody want me back? I don't, I don't get that. I don't either. You don't even want me back. Most wow. of You're just like. I need, I need somebody to edit for me. <laughs> that is a true enough statement, sir. True enough statement. So I'll look for that. I don't know when episode three, part two, will be back out or be out. Uh, but I am going back to uh, the basement for at least one more episode. It should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. I like uh, talking about uh, the 80s and, and Ready Player One great books. So check out Albert's podcast over there at the basement, uh, part uh, episode three, part one. I'm on it. It's fun. Uh, let's just talk, start talking about gaming news. There's a ton of gaming news that broke. There's a lot of gaming news. Like I, like I was thinking today, I'm like, man, maybe we should just wait till next week and just do Detroit Become Human. And then I'm like, Good God! There's just so much to talk about, though. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot to go over, and I, we're we're gonna skip most of it. But there's a few things that I just wanted to hit. Why are we gonna skip most of it? Well, because a lot of it has to do with like PUBG and and Fortnite, and you don't want to talk about Fortnite. We can talk about PUBG and Fortnite. Look, PUBG's fine on a phone. The gr- that is the great equalizer. That yeah, the phone is the greatest way to play PUBG. Yeah, Absolutely. don't don't play PUBG on a computer because you're gonna get pwned. No. You will get pwned. Yeah, absolutely. What, what what is PUBG free on? Like you can, it's isn't it on a console? It's not. It's not free on the console. No, it's it's thirty bucks on Xbox. Oh, well, there you go. It's thirty bucks on free Steam. It's free on your phone. Free on your phone, and that's like I said, like everybody sucks on your phone. Yeah. So yeah, all right. We can talk about that if you want. If you've got the news for it, you can talk about that. But I think the big like the thing that, that I want to talk about is Kingdom Hearts three, man. Are you actually excited for Kingdom Hearts 3? I, man, I, I am. And here's why. Like I talked about, we went to Disney, right? Like we're a Disney family. Yeah. I heard, yeah. I heard uh, Jonesy, who was on last week, talking sports balls with me. Uh, he, he said that about his family, like they're a Disney family. Ooh, I started, my God, that needs to be just a segment. Can we just invite Jonesy on like once a week? Sports ball with Jonesy. I'm, I would be okay with that. <laughs> I don't know if he would be okay with that, but I would be okay with that. Uh, but so he said that his family's a Disney, Disney family. And I'm like, that is a really good way to describe my family. And I wish I would thought of it. Not that I want to be. My wife wants to be a Disney family. So congratulations. We're, we're a Disney family. We're part Disney family. Okay. We're more of a Tim Burton Disney that's, family. Okay. That's yeah. I don't like Tim He did Burton. like two Disney things. He did do. And he also did Batman. So, but he also did. That's uh, true. He also did my Batman. favorite version of Batman. Oh, come on. What? What's? I mean, other than like the old school TV show, what's you better didn't than like Christian Bale? Uh, I do not like Christian Bale. What about the Dark Knight? I, like, are we going to no. devolve into this already? We're going down a rabbit hole. 
you we didn't a, like the Dark Knight. We need a movie podcast. Uh, no, we don't. No, we absolutely <laughs> I, do I not. I did not like the Dark Knight. I did not like Batman. Okay. Batman Begins. You didn't? Did you not like Heath Ledger's Joker then? I loved Heath Leather, Ledger's Joker. I like Heath peace. Leather's Joker as well. What? Yes. <laughs> um, if we're going to do a movie Leather. podcast, can we talk about Solo and how it's bombing uh, at the box office? It is bombing hard. And I was going to go see it, and now I don't know if I want to see it anymore. Like when the, okay, so outside of the folks that are hardcore Star Wars fans, and I, and I don't, I'm not disparaging them. Please don't miss it. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't have I don't have a horse in this race, so to speak. So I, I don't know if it's good. I don't know if it's bad. But other than the hardcore, hardcore Star, Star Wars fans that I know, like the people that go and even a couple of the hardcore fans that I know, this is the best thing they can say about the movie is eh, it's not terrible. <laughs> like that's. That's bad. It's not a ringing endorsement. See, what I've heard about the movie is that it's just not Star Warsy. Like it's a, it's a good it's a good time. It's just funny. Well, sure. It's got comedy. It's you know one of your characters you like, but it doesn't really add anything to Star Wars. It's just some backstory, and there's no real point to it, and it's just right. it's just a good romp. That's all it is. Whereas every other Star Wars story is epic. Has uh, something going Rogue on. Rogue One didn't wasn't epic, but that was a really it was. Everyone so, died at the end. That's epic. Yeah, that is kind of epic. And you knew nobody. You knew Han wasn't going to die. <laughs> like there's no yeah. there's no skin You're in like, the game. Oh, okay, this is gonna, yeah, it, yeah, it was just a good time. I so uh, I want to see it because I'm all about you know feel yeah. good good time movies. But comedies. I'll see it when it comes out on DVD. I'm not spending twenty five dollars to take me and the wife. But yeah, I'll I'll wait for it to come out on DVD and I'll just get it from Redbox or something. I'm not. I'll buy it because I have all the Star Wars stuff, so they'll get my money eventually. They're just not gonna. They're not double dipping me like they normally. I'm waiting 30 years from now when I get some kind of huge (laughs) box set collection. (laughs) Every Star Wars movie ever, dude. They're gonna be making these movies till the end of time. Good. Whatever. All right, let's talk about Kingdom Hearts three and not how (laughs) depressing. (laughs) How depressing. So it's because honestly, Justice League. Did doing better. Did better at the box office than Solo. Ouch. Yeah. All right. Enough. Enough movie talk. <laughs> um. So yeah, we we got Kingdom Hearts three game previews and footage. Um. They had a press event, and they weren't allowed to talk about it for like a week or so afterwards. Um. But they're allowed to talk about it now. So there's a lot of footage everywhere. Your your IGNs, your Kotaku's, your kind of funnies. It's not just press. It's also influencers. So a lot of YouTubers and Twitch people got to play this game as well and get their opinions out there. Now, what I don't like from everything I've heard about this is that they specifically requested or asked people who really have a fandom towards Kingdom Hearts, who really already like this game and are biased a little bit towards liking it. Wait, so, what do you mean a little bit? Like, define a little bit. Are they Star like, Wars fans? Like, are they that uh, biased? Like, oh, I yeah, love they're, Solo. They're it's so good. It. Everybody yeah. go see it. Yeah, they're they're those kind of diehard fans. So I think one of the most honest opinions I've read was from um, uh, one of Game Informer's writers. And she starts off her articles by just saying, I am a huge Kingdom Hearts fan. Just just to note that. Let everyone know. She's honest, I suppose. So she is is heavily biased. But most of what she said was extremely, you know, just promoting of the game. Absolutely loved what she played. 
Um, it sounds like from everything I've read, there are definitely still some shortcomings from the previous games that they haven't fixed, i.e. the camera. But the way the combat plays out, the way the open world is, um, it's not exactly open world, but the openness of spaces um, feels very Kingdom Hearts, and it is taking it to a new level. The only bad thing regarding this kind of new new effects thing is the the wall running aspect. We've seen this in trailers, but your character can kind of like wall run or jump off certain areas, and it is a little distracting in game because you have this almost like matrix like grid on the walls showing you, hey, this is the wall you can do it on. Is he Neo? So, Are you Neo in this game suddenly? <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. That'd be so good. Man. No, I mean, it kind of looks like that sometimes. Could, the, the combat get, gets pretty intense. Can't we get a, a Matrix game that doesn't suck now? Well, do you remember the Matrix Online, the MMO one? Dude, that lasted for a day. I know. It. Uh, I was just thinking about that the other day, but I really want to uh, go back and play that game, but it, it's dead. Yeah, it's dead. It's dead. It is so it's Kingdom Hearts dead. 3, based on what we've seen, do you think it's going to be good? <laughs> and by good, I mean, is it going to be no. epic? Is it going to be Kingdom Hearts epic? Yes, it will be Kingdom Hearts epic. You okay. are going to have a big, long epic story that you do not understand. And <laughs> Very you're gonna convoluted. you have all these Disney characters. Right. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. extremely convoluted. Just the beginning of the game, you're going to be lost from the get-go. Like, wait, where did this pick up from the last one? How does this relate? What timeline is this? It's definitely going to be convoluted. All right, but, well, uh, that's a Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, exactly. So I think it'll be big and epic. You'll have these giant fights. The summons look amazing. They're summoning uh, Ariel, Wreck-It Ralph, um, and they look so good. Uh, they they rem remind me a lot of like Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VIII summons. Um, I like that they're bringing in some of the newer Disney characters like Wreck-It Ralph. I like yeah. that. So, I mean, I, I saw a lot of this presser. I saw a lot of the stuff. I'm really, I, I'm looking forward to the game, but I don't know how good it's really going to be. Like, is it going to be, is it fan service or is it a good video game? And I think that's going to be an interesting conversation when that game releases. Yeah, I, I personally think that it's not going to be good, good like right. highly rated. But I think the Kingdom Hearts fans are definitely going to get into it. Yeah. Um, there's going to be some kind of controversy around it. There's, there's always controversy. Oh. Of course, of course. Let's talk about but the Kingdom Hearts fans. Are, are, they're either going to absolutely love, love it, it and it's going to be the greatest gonna, one ever. Yeah. Or there's something will happen where they're like, that's not how it should go. Like the ending is like a Mass Effect 3 ending. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about controversy. I think that's a good segue into where we're going. <laughs> because you and I disagree on this. And I we I, I don't want to go there. Right. But sure. We disagree. We do. And we kind of I, I kind of put my foot down at the beginning of, of the podcast and, and I could feel kind of bad about it. Just to be honest, I, I you know, sorry. But <laughs> like, let's talk about this a little bit. Battlefront All or right. Battlefield 5 trailer dropped, right? Not, not Battlefront. No, Battlefront's awful. Battlefield 5 trailer dropped. And it looked the, the trailer looks interesting. The gameplay looks awesome. It looks like a really good first-person shooter video game, right? Yeah. I don't think there's any question about that. Yeah, it's, it's going to be one of the best shooters all year, if not one of the best shooters of the generation. Yeah, absolutely. I don't... Like, DICE does a really good job with these types of games, uh, d despite their, their Battlefront uh, woes, which I personally... I blame, Fiascos. I blame that on EA. More than I do dice. However, like, 
like the internet the internet's blew up the internet yeah absolutely blew up because women now this is i i need to preface it this is a world war ii game right it's yes. set in world war ii it is set yep. in this universe in a world war ii game i guess i don't know i guess it's supposed to be an alternate universe but women were heavily featured in combat roles in the trailer like heavily I, now i guess i need to go watch heavily. this again i don't remember heavily i remember one she had a not a hand there were two yeah she did have not a hand which that, which made me think immediately when i saw it was not a hand it was uh, some sort of robotic arm. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, I totally thought it was a robotic arm, and I was like, is this like a, a futuristic like steampunk World War II? That's what I, I thought too. I would be too. so down for that. I would be too, and it would and it would totally shut the haters up, right? Yeah. It would shut everybody up because it's a some sort of weird alternate universe, but it wasn't. It was just some kind of stylistic design. All the the weapons are the same. It doesn't look like it's. There was another woman that she killed right off the bat. So there were two women. And she was heavily featured. This woman was heavily featured throughout the trailer. She she was, I, I don't know if you could call her the protagonist because there wasn't really a story, but she was front and center a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. In fact, she came in and saves you, I suppose, at the end, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't care. It's a video game. Like, how realistic does it really have to be? Right? And I think we both agree on that point, don't we? Yeah, it's a game I'm not expecting realism or historical accuracy from a video game that doesn't promote itself as being historically accurate. Right. Kingdom Come Deliverance came out and said, we're being historically accurate. Yes. And again, some of these places that I'm going to mention, Kotaku, Verge, Variety, I'm looking right at you when I say this. You dinged them for coming out before the game released and them saying, we're going to be historically accurate. You're not going to see a lot of minorities, and you're not going to see women in combat roles. You're not going to see women doing anything that they didn't do during this period in time in this area of the world, which is a very tiny area. Like, figure it out. These, these three, specifically, Kotaku, Virgin Variety, were up in arms. And we've talked, I've talked about the journalistic integrity uh, of some of these places and, and how they still attack kingdom come deliverance. Well, now these, these, these liberal rags, if you will, are now attacking gamers who have a problem with the historical inaccuracy found in battlefield five. Um, there weren't women in combat roles, period. End of discussion. They were not in combat roles. Now, were there women in the military? Absolutely. During world war two, there were auxiliaries. They they ran anti aircraft uh, guns. They they organized uh, uh, the the bombing raid parties that would you know get civilians into the bomb shelters and stuff in, in the UK. Absolutely, one hundred percent, women in the military, just not in combat roles. The only country that had women in combat roles during World War II, the only one, was Mother Russia. That's it, and they had to because they ran out of guys during uh, a bunch of battles in 1941, if memory serves. I don't remember what those battles were called. But regardless, they, they Battle were... Battle of the Snow. They were running out of men. So they threw women up there. Uh, well, no, didn't, wasn't Russia's tactic basically to... Um, now, I might be mixing this up with Napoleon, but <laughs> wasn't their tactic basically to burn everything and retreat? Yeah, pretty much. It was scorched earth, get back to, you know... 
But yeah, it, it like, also like, sucked. Leave nothing yeah. for the Germans to pillage. Sure, but it also sucked Hitler in. So he was fighting. Yeah. He ended up fighting the war on two different fronts, and that's why he lost. Yeah. Regardless, yep. regardless, the, the 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 big thing is that that gamers were upset with was, hey, you're making a World War II game, and you have heavily featured a woman in your trailer. Women were not in combat roles in World War II. Now, like we've said, the flip side to that is women in World War II weren't running around with robotic prosthetic arms. <laughs> this is a video game, so I don't, I don't like. For all intents and purposes, I don't care. I don't. But here's where I had the problem. Number one is DICE did this wrong. DICE absolutely did this wrong. They released the video. They released the trailer knowing that there was going to be some backlash. They, you have to know in this day and age that if you do anything that's going to piss somebody off, anybody, like there's going to be people who are perpetually offended at everything, and they're going to call I, you out I, on it. I don't know, man. I think a lot of people just want to hate on EA one, and so they're always looking I for something. Guess, and but, EA, they're kind of in that. Uh, but at that this, echo echo hall, echo closet, echo what chamber, echo chamber, yeah. where they're like game developers are notoriously liberal, and so I think Look, they're just think, in that that area. Where I think we have discussed this before, and we've said yes, they are very liberal. They're very progressive. And they're they're tolerant, but only if you're if you agree with them. And we're gonna see that here in a second. And I think there is an argument to be made. I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but there are arguments out there that solo is failing because of all the social justice warrior tolerance. Lando's a pansexual, like there's all this stuff that's just kind of shoved down your throat. And there's there's an argument that's being made that's saying, Yeah, I mean Lando's always been a pansexual. Oh, that's not a thing. Pansexual (laughs) get get out of here. Just get out of here. (laughs) Anyway, they waited two days until after this all flamed up and flared up and everybody was pissed off and they were taking sides, where Oscar Gabrielson uh came out and said, you know, look, it's uh player choice. Female care, playable characters are here to stay. You know, we wanted to, to to do this. We wanted to create a lot of excitement and also some questions on a lot of topics. He's like, look, we, we want to be inclusive and diverse. Those, those are his words, inclusive and diverse. If he would have released this trailer and at the same time released a statement saying, look, we just want to be inclusive and diverse. We're not trying to be historically accurate. We want to be inclusive and diverse. This probably would not be this big of a deal like you're probably still gonna have people like you're like oh women weren't in combat roles <laughs> probably but it wouldn't have been this big of a deal it wouldn't have blown yeah. up like this and now you've got the media pouncing on it here's kotaku here's the headline to to their oh no there are women in battlefield five oh kotaku just get out of here i hate you i you are a absolute joke of a of a gaming magazine uh here here's the verge battlefield 5 fans who failed history are mad that the game has women in it again let's have some intellectual honesty here with some journalism (laughs) women weren't in combat roles they were not 16 women out of the 416,000 u.s soldiers that lost their lives during world war ii 16 we're women. You want to do the percents on that? It's less than four. So, again, let's just have some intellectual honesty. And where you're not seeing it from these rags. Which just inflames people like me who didn't care to begin with. 
because I don't care. It's a video game. But when you're going to sit there and then make fun of the player base, he's going, well, wait a minute. That's not, that's not accurate. And DICE doesn't come out and say, hey, we're not trying to be accurate. We just want to be inclusive. And they don't say that right off the bat. They wait two days. And then you've got this. I mean, the, all they do is inflame the situation. This is yeah. why this is why journalism's dead. Because they're not there's no journalistic integrity. They're not trying to say, here, here's the case for being inclusive. And here's the case for for the, the you know, all you history buffs out there. You're right. No. No. They're just saying, no, it doesn't matter. Your facts don't matter. My feelings matter. Shut up. Get out of here with that. So I just, it, it pisses me off to no end. Uh, and that's, that, you know what? And that's really all I have to say about that. So I'm a little confused in your stance, Crowley. Are you angry at the people upset at the game? Are you upset at the game creator? Or are you upset at the journalists reporting on this? Oh, okay. Well, let, let me, let me be clear. I am upset at the journalists. 100%. Okay. I, I, I think, I, I don't even want to call them journalists. I am upset at the writers at these awful magazines. At, on these awful websites that do nothing to bring journalist journalistic integrity back to to gaming. I mean, this was a big part of Gamergate, right? And again, another just shining example of their idiocy here. So I no, I, I am very upset at them. I am disappointed in how Dice decided to handle this. Again, if Dice would have come out at the beginning and said we want to be inclusive. So don't flip out when when you see women here. We want to include everybody. As well they should. Women women play video games. Girls play video games. I want my daughter to play video games. I want her to grow up and have strong female leads and strong female characters. But I also want her to grow up and understand, hey, there were, this wasn't always the case. I want her to understand World War II. This is just make-believe, honey, because in World War II, this wasn't a woman's role. This wasn't what a woman typically wanted to do. There were certainly some, I'm sure. Patriotism and all that, rah, rah, let's go kill Hitler. But for the most part, they helped how they could, how, how they were allowed to. So that's what they did. They didn't gripe. They didn't complain. They didn't say, put me on the front lines. And they certainly didn't have magazines like this saying, you know, just inflaming it even more. And I'm not upset with the game. I'm certainly not upset with the player base that, that overreacted to all of this. Because that's what player bases do. I mean, for crying out loud, we just talked about Solo, right? Yeah. So you've got half the Star Wars fandom saying, so, you know, it's okay. You should go see it. Not the greatest movie ever, but you still should go see it. Go support Star Wars. you got the other half going, eh, you remember what Ryan Johnson did, right? I'm just gonna I think I'm just gonna give it a minute. Like just give me a minute. And you've got you've got intellectual dishonesty on both sides because you have some saying, you know, oh it's social justice warrior crap and Kathleen Kennedy's just trying to shove it down our throat. And you've got the other side who's like, oh, it's just Star Wars fatigue. Well they're both wrong. And they're both right. We were just tired of crappy Star Wars films and thought we were gonna get another one. I'm also tired of the social justice stuff, but it's everywhere. I'm not going to stay away from a movie or a game because of it. It's everywhere. It's pervasive in our society today, in our culture. So I'm not going to stay away from it. You can't. You yeah. just have to keep fighting against it and saying, you know, look, if you're going to be tolerant, then you have to be tolerant of my view too. 
Like tolerance isn't just tolerance on your end or on my end. It's on your end too. Like, yeah, that's the biggest problem I have with everyone shouting tolerance and stuff. You have to be tolerant of the opposite side as well. Even when you don't agree. Exactly. I mean, and that's, that's, I, I, that, I think that's the biggest thing is these rags like, like Kotaku and Verge and Variety. They don't, they just tolerance as long as you agree with me and I'm going to flame you if you don't. And they have, they have, they have the, 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 the pulpit to do it. They have the, the, the vehicle to, to make those things. They can, you know, get that out their view to a large number of people who will go, who probably went to public school and didn't, didn't pay attention in history class or social studies to begin with. And like, yeah, they're well in the military. Absolutely. There are front lines everywhere. Well, just because that's the way it is today, it's not really the way it is then. And guess what? There's still, the women in combat is still a minority in most countries. Yeah, so. absolutely. They're they're just they're not smart enough. They're not physically that's, adept enough. That's, they can't none of handle those things the are job. True. None of those things are true. None no, of I'm those just things. kidding. Okay, one hundred percent being facetious. <laughs> okay, perfect. Just want to make sure. I don't want anybody <laughs> starting to label us misogynists. <laughs> nope, not. just you. No, I'm kidding. Um, I I definitely agree with you. I think they really should have at their press conference announcement thingy. They should have come right out in the beginning and been. Uh, talking about how they are aiming for inclusivity and how they are aiming for player choice and customization choice. They kind of did that a little bit. So a couple of just keynotes from their announcement that we kind of skipped over to get into this. Um, one, <laughs> oh, yeah, there's the, an actual game that's coming out, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a game. There's no season pass for the game. The, the what do they call it, the premium pass or whatever. Um, all the DLC will be free. All the map packs will be free. They will not charge you for the map packs. So they will la, charge you. So a la Battlefront Two. Uh, yes, a la Battlefront Two. Now there will be no loot boxes. Woo-hoo. This will not be pay to win. They were very adamant in saying. Well, I would hope so. There will be no loot boxes. It will not be pay to win. <laughs> you will have real money purchases. Sure. Though they will be cosmetic only. Absolutely. And they will be direct purchases. Yes. It will be this dope jacket for one ninety nine. Whatever. I'm not buying a jacket for one ninety nine. Yeah, I'm just saying. They're gonna do stuff like that. Sure. Now a lot of the stuff you will be able to earn in game. There will be a real money price point, there will be an in game currency price point. And I guarantee you there will be items that are only allowed to be bought with in-game or uh, in-game money and there will only be items allowed to be bought with real money. So that's their revenue model on this bad boy. I that's think good. they're just trying to go away from Call of Duty and go away from Star Wars Battlefront 2. I think they're trying to go way far away from Battlefront 2. <laughs> that gave us so um, just it's so yeah. good, but man that controversy just killed it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was talking about customization and, and how you're going to be able to, to dope out your character. They have something called the... Uh, I can't remember what they called it. See, again, it was like the armory or... Can I... Like, just intellectual dishonesty on the part of DICE. Like, we're going to let you play with women with robotic arms in World War II, but you cannot play with a pink Darth Vader. I mean, you can now, can't you? Well, yeah, you can now, but you couldn't yeah. launch, so they learned from go. it. They should have just come out and been like, hey, we're doing the opposite of what we did in Battlefront. (laughs) 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think any company wants to be seen as going back on their word, really, uh, because it just loses faithfulness. So even though we can absolutely call them out after the fact, the majority of people who watch this reveal, the majority of people who care about Battlefield Five, don't care about whatever Star Wars Battlefront Two did. Nope. So, I don't know. Uh, there's no there's no single player campaign. Is that right? Am no, I... there is. Oh, there is. Oh, it's yeah, in the it's next one. Be... There's not. Yeah, it, it will be okay. exactly like how Battlefield 1 is or was, where there's kind of a vignette-style story. So it'll be a right. bunch of short stories. Okay. I guarantee you one of them will be about a woman. <laughs> well, sure. I got no problem with whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I, I don't but, care. Yeah. Is she played by Janita Gavankar? God, I hope so. Oh, Janita. Janita. Uh, Call of Duty uh, Black Ops 4. Black Ops 4. Mm. Nobody yeah, it was cares. just revealed on the 17th, so y'all didn't talk about it on the Sports Ball past Nope, sure podcast. didn't, because we didn't care. We were talking sports. <laughs> talking mainly men things with the but, balls. Yeah, we officially got the Black Ops 4 reveal. Um, unlike Battlefield 1, it does not have a story mode. Well, there is no single-player campaign. Hey, you can't. I'm just thinking that meme with that guy with his, head, his finger to his head. You can't piss off the player base if you don't have... Uh, uh, a story mode. Like I look, I'm not a big first-person shooter guy, so the odds of me playing Battlefield Five and uh, Call of Duty are slim to none. Like, are you gonna play yeah. them, Garrick? I will absolutely play both of them. But oh, okay. See, here's the thing: I always played Call of Duty for the story mode, and now I can't do that. So I guess I'll hop in for zombies, but I, I never get very far. I play zombies How, mode. Isn't like zombies three played times. out? I mean, we're yeah. not talking I about H one Z one. In this no, episode, and we probably should because apparently that game's not good. It's not good. No, zombies or, are just. I mean, there's out. two different H one Z one. I just don't care. The zombies but, are uh, out, man. Yeah. Call of Duty, Battlefield Five. There you go. <laughs> Those games. No. So wait. So both of these games are releasing earlier than expected because Red Dead Redemption, well, right? That's the that's the thinking behind it. Battlefield is coming out about the same time it normally does. It usually drops a couple weeks or so before Call of Duty does. Sure. So it's coming out mid-October, I think October 19th or Ugh. something. Um, however, the interesting one is Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is coming out October 12th. I don't remember the last time a Call of Duty game came out in October. They're always like the first week of November. So well, this is definitely just... a very interesting scenario. And so the, the, the thinking behind this, or the, 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 I suppose the thread of thinking that most gamers are having is they're wanting to stay away from competition with Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, we're all thinking that they're, they're wanting to stay out of that space as much as possible. And so they're trying to get out ahead of Red Dead Redemption since Red Dead comes out October 26th. That would give people a week or so until Call of Duty comes out. But if you're hardcore, big Red Dead is sounding. I don't yeah, know. But if I think if, if you're a hardcore first-person shooter, like you're not playing Red Dead Redemption anyway. Yeah, and I don't think the the player base is going to overlap that much. But at the same time, this is the next game from Rockstar Studios, the second best-selling game of all time. They have sold over 95 million Jeez. copies of this game. Imagine it if they do with insane. this what they've done with Grand Theft Auto, whatever online. Yeah, the the GTA Five online like is crazy, right? And like that's, that's the only reason people going. play that. Game. Right, that's still going. They're not making a G, a new GTA game. Yeah, no, no. Well, I'm sure maybe now, but 
We're not going to see it for six years. Right, but that's just it. Like they've this game's been out for what four or five years now, three three or four. I don't know. It's been out ETA a while. ETA came out two thousand thirteen. There you go, five years. Yeah. So five years, and that game's still going. Like Rockstar. I mean, is that right? Because that's the same year PS4 yeah. and Xbox One came out. That. It came out two thousand twelve or two thousand thirteen. And Red Dead came out 2010. It's just crazy. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, everyone's favorite uh, part of the show. It's Garrick's Gregarious Games. Hey, I'm Garrick. I like games. First up on Garrick's Gregarious Games, I'm going to be talking about an Xbox exclusive called State of Decay 2. No, you're not gonna boo me. I was expecting a boo. I don't care. Look, I'm all. I, I am all kinds of being. I, I'm. I'm done with being pissed off this episode. I've just, oh wow. I've just railed at Battlefield Five for being stupid, and these these stupid magazines for being stupid. Why do I have to? Why do I have this, at this point? If I'm calling somebody who has an Xbox stupid, I'm just being redundant. I mean that, that is true. Yeah. I think this game is stupid. However. <laughs> I think this game is stupid. Well, that was a good segue into that, wasn't it? I absolutely love it. It is buggy as hell. Good lord, does it have bugs galore. Wait, wait, um, wait, stop. Because yes. this game's buggy. Yeah. You railed against Kingdom Come Deliverance because it was buggy. Yeah. And Kingdom Come Deliverance wasn't nearly as fun as this game. Oh, you are so full of crap. I can't. Oh. Look, dude, like, it doesn't speak to me. Those big open-world games, you know I don't dig them. Far Cry 5, I played, like, no, no time at all. It's like one of the best games this year so far is Fire, Far Cry 5. Yeah, that, there you go. in the top See, three for me right now. Just not digging the open world. So, no, I couldn't do Kingdom Come. I couldn't do Far Cry 5. This game, not really open world. Kind of is. But the whole thing is that it's, one, third person, of which both of those games are not. Two, you can play as multiple people, of which both those games you can't. Three, it has online co-op, which one of those games didn't. Um, and four, it's about surviving, which neither one of those games is really about survival well, aspects. Well, sure, Far Cry 5, you have to survive. Don't die. It, oh, it's every video game, technically. Galaga is about surviving. Well, there you go. But every video game ever is about survival. This game is more about... <laughs> fighting to survive and scavenging and looting and i really like that aspect about it um i don't know Rust? exactly why it's gotten its hooks into me so hard but i've put over games, 60 you, hours into this game so far typically play these types of games like rust and and all these other scavengers yeah I, I do games. like those games right. a lot right. I and don't, I, I typically they... like i own rust i don't think i've put more than like an hour into it um, you own I a lot of games own... that you've only yeah. put like an hour into. That is very true. Okay. Um, let's see. The, the closest to Save to K2 that I've probably put hours into is probably something like Ark or Conan. <sighs> yeah. um, except in those games, you, you can build like Minecraft. And this one, you, you can't. It's all pre-rendered there. <sighs> I don't know. I just like I like going around. I like looting. I like helping other people. I like leveling up skills. I like kind of the the micromanagement of maintaining a group of survivors that may not get along. I may have to kick somebody out who's starting fights with other people, depending on their personality or traits. Or promote them. Or promote them. So there are four different archetypes in the game. Trader, builder, 
warlord and sheriff. And they each have different goals and aspirations. And basically you, quote unquote, beat the game by living long enough to see their goals to completion. You get one person that you can promote as the leader. And whatever their aspiration is, you try to meet. So far, the only one I've beaten was the trader. And there was just kind of like making a trade triage, um, working with three other groups of people to do a, a trade triangle. And at the very end, you meet at a warehouse and like hammer out details of your guys' trade contracts. And you get attacked by people wanting to take over, um, kill them. And then all the noise draws a whole bunch of zombies. So you have to like survive for five minutes, just wave after wave after wave of zombies is coming at you. At that point in the game, I had so many weapons. I was just, you know, headshot and everything. So it didn't matter. But I really, I really, I don't know. I like the replayability of it. I like the, the new areas. There's three main areas of the game. They're all kind of like open, open areas. They're not open world because they're not that big, but there's three different maps um and it's just randomized each time you start over which one you're going to be in and they're big enough that you really can just kind of go crazy my first playthrough when i beat it with the trader i did maybe 40 hours or so on that game and i only looted about a third maybe two-fifths of the entire map so yeah. i don't i don't know i honestly couldn't tell you why I'm so addicted to it, but it has one of the most addicting gameplay loops I've ever experienced. Sure. So much so that my wife got into it because she was watching me play and wanted to get into it herself, and she got addicted to it. So there's something about this game. You remembered to feed your kid, right? Uh, she did. I wasn't responsible for that. Right, perfect. Uh... <laughs> the, the other thing I like about this is just the permadeath system. If you have a survivor that dies, that's it game over for them you got to pick a new survivor to keep going um i haven't had a survivor die yet although i will eventually because there's an achievement for that and i guess i'm trying to go go for 100 percent. there you go platinum oh wait no, what, what is it what is it on xbox platinum. i don't even know is it they're called achievements it's just 100 percent. i guess oh i thought maybe it was going to be called something like achievement unlock thanks for playing xbox because nobody else does but cab uh, let's talk about Bless Online. What is this game? Tell me about Bless Online. Because you've already so bored Online... me with State of Decay 2. Let's Wait, what? Bore me with this. Alright, well, I'll bore you with Bless Online. It's a, it's a new MMO. Just came out today on Early Access. Um, I'm looking forward to playing it here on Wednesday when it goes free-to-play for everyone. It's basically a, a Korean Grind Fest MMO that looks very similar to Terra. Why are you playing it then? Well, I'm not playing it yet. I just want to. <laughs> Why do you want to? I have look. You lost me at looks like Terra. I just I want a new MMO, and this is the the everybody wants MMO a new MMO. Out. Everybody does. I look. There's no good MMOs. No, there's not. Like this is a genre sad. I think is dying just because I, I nobody has been able to figure out something new and different, a twist to put on it. Yeah. Like even popular IPs like Star Trek and Star Wars can't figure out good twists to put on it. I really think the MMO genre is dying, and I think you're going to see that transition over into hopefully VR MMOs because at least that's new and different. And that could add a twist to things that I'd like to see. But I mean, like this Bless Online, eh, don't care. And I'm surprised okay. at you that you're like, oh, let me go for I'm looking forward to playing this. Everybody go for play 
it on Wednesday. And by everybody, you mean like however many Koreans love their grind fest and then you. Yes. <sighs> I'm going to check it out. I will let you know later. But I was looking at gameplay today because it just just hit today. Um, and it, it got me excited. So I'm going to give it a shot and I'll report back this Saturday. But for anyone else who wants to play with me, come on and join me on Bless Online. It's going to be free. Yeah. Because uh, you guys won't play Final Fantasy XIV with me again. So Dude, screw no, you. That game is bad. Just find me a new MMO to play, Crowley. Dude, I would love to find a new MMO for me to play. You know I love MMOs. I know you love MMOs. You know me, bro. You know I know you, bro. All right. Anyway, next. Next, Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon. Uh, it's yeah. from the, the guys making Bloodstained. It's Obviously. actually the creator of yeah. Castlevania. Okay. Um, this is kind of his prequel. This was a Kickstarter stretch goal. And so the prequel has come out now. It's an old, old school Castlevania-like game. It's only 10 bucks. It's out on everything. Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PC. Through the course of the beginning of the game, you unlock four different characters that you get to swap between each having different abilities and power-ups and weapon types. Um, I'm liking it so far. It's just a good old-school Castlevania game. It is beautiful pixel art graphics. Looks straight out of a Super Nintendo era game set. It's just... I don't know. I guess it's got that nostalgia uh, going for it. Next. I know, I know, next. I know. Speaking of nostalgia, an old game has gotten remastered. Dark Souls. Dark Souls remastered. It's Dark Souls. Mm -hmm. It's it's remastered. Mm -hmm. That's about it. It's it's updated to 60 frames. <laughs> That's about it. It's still an ugly game, though. Really didn't touch on the graphics. Everything is the exact same. Hasn't been remixed or reworked or anything. It's still your classic Dark Souls 1 experience. Just just runs better. The only thing they've actually updated in this game is the PvP. Instead of four-player mm -hmm. PvP, you now have six-player PvP. Mm -hmm. So you can have mm -hmm. three people on one team, three on the other. Mm -hmm. So that's about it for Gregarious Gregarious Games. Oh, no music to take us out? Do I have outro music? No, you, I, I, I don't know. Do I you? can make outro. Do, 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 do. Wow. Wow. That's all I can say is wow. Uh, it's time for Crowley's Corner. Uh, hey, Speaking big boy. Speaking of wow, they have a new <sighs> battle for Azeroth coming out this year. Hey, play wow, Crowley. Uh, <laughs> hey, big boy. Uh, Want to play a game. Uh, let's talk. The only game that I'm going to talk about. I'm not going to be like Garrick, and I'm not going to talk about crappy games that I want you to come play with me because why would I do that to you? Our crappy loyal games listeners. are better with friends. No, they're not. They're still crappy. Speaking of crappy games, what do you got for us, Crowley? Oh, 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 Garrick, I can't wait for next week because it sounds like from what from what you've been saying, you 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 and I are going to differ on the game of the month for June. Yeah, we're going to differ. No, oh, you suck so much. You really do. You suck so bad. I can't even. Uh, let's talk uh, uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew, the next generation for the PSVR. It is an exclusive right now for the PSVR. It becomes available to uh, all the other uh, VR and non-VR uh, systems on July 21st. And by all the other systems, what I mean is uh, the Oculus Rift, the Vive, uh, and uh, the HTC Vive. Wait, I already said that. Vive, PlayStation, non-VR, uh, and the Oculus Rift. That's Those were the three. See? I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I'm so excited for this. Um, 
this game is it's $14.99 if you already own Bridge Crew. If you want to get the bundle, you can get them both. It's $54.99 right now on the PlayStation Store. Uh, and you don't have to have VR for the base game. And then July 21st, you won't have to have uh, VR at all to play this game. This game is a maze balls. So some things that they added. Uh, they added uh, an Android species to your avatar creation, so you too can look like Lieutenant Commander Data from Star Trek The Next Generation. With your yellow eyes and your super pale skin, it's amazing. And again, it's VR. Like I've said this, I don't even know how many times on this show. So I feel like I'm repeating myself, but I do that a lot anyway, so I'm going to do it again. If you don't have a VR system, this game is exactly what VR it, it, it can do. It is, it's so immersive and it looks so good. This, this should get you excited for VR in the future. Because when they get an actual honest to God game where you can walk around, I don't mean a port like Skyrim VR or, or an experience like um, Batman Arkham. Uh, Arkham VR or or the Spider-Man experience. I mean an actual honest-to-God game where you can walk around, create your avatar, do these types of missions. Like, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be absolutely amazeballs. Uh, so, again, this game is everything that you want out of a VR game. Uh, they It has the same roles as they did on the base game, Um and so there were two ships on the base game, the Aegis, which would be in the Kelvin universe, uh, the the Star Trek 2009 series with Zachary Quinto as Spock, uh, and, uh, and, the, and the, then the original series bridge, which was the hard version of the game because nothing was labeled. You had to memorize what all these little buttons and switches did and what the lights meant. So that was like the hard version of the game. So those two modes are still there. But at this mode, it gives you the Enterprise Bridge, 1701D, the original one, the one where, where you know, from the next generation that had Picard and Riker and all those great characters from the 90s that we all know and love. Uh, this makes um, this it, it makes this game, like, the, the attention to detail is just absolutely phenomenal. The sounds, um, like, let me just, let me just, like, if you know what the L cars is, the L car screens are on there. Uh, that's library computer access retrieval system screens. The bridge setup, tacticals behind the captain, first officer, and like the counselor. I don't know. The crew I was on last night was calling her Persephone. Uh, are next to you uh, when, while you're in the captain's chair, and then helm and uh, ops is in front. And they've kind of tweaked the roles. So it's the same roles as before captain, tactical, helm, and engineering. But now engineering is known as ops. And engineering before was very boring. It was the most boring job on the planet or in the game, I guess I should say. And they've kind of tweaked it. So what they've done now is at Ops, you manage repair crews on top of rerouting power, locking on and beaming over NPCs off of derelict ships or ships that are about to explode. Or all, you know, whatever you're doing, whatever random mission you're doing. So now that gives engineering something to do other than just sitting there and managing power levels. Because that's really all they did before. So now they've added all this stuff, and they they call it the Ops Center now, and it's 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 more true to what the next generation was. So again, just attention to to detail. Um, it's they, they added new enemies. There are uh, Romulans, and you get this their scout ships and the the Derdix, uh class 
uh, Warbirds. Uh, they added the Borg cubes, which are great because you can put them into sleep mode with enough damage. It's, it's just amazing. It's so much fun. There's three other players that you get to play with. And if you decide to play solo, well, it uses IBM Watson AI to figure out what commands you're giving your NPC crew. So again, this game does things that you want in a futuristic game, that you want from a virtual reality game. If you're going to spend the money on a PSVR or on an Oculus Rift or on a Vive, I encourage you to get this game. There's cross-play between all of these things, including if you just get the game and you want to play it on non-PlayStation VR. There's still cross-play between all of these systems. So, I I, I can't tell you how much I love this game more than I already have. The uniforms, the enemies, all look amazing. Um, the there are there's one bug, and it kind of makes me upset because this bug's been around since the launch of the game, and they still haven't fixed it. Uh, and it's just if you're playing the Kobayashi Maru mission, the helm can sometimes screw up, and it gets pretty annoying. So, I I think this is a buy. Like I said, fourteen ninety nine if you've already got the game, fifty four ninety nine if you don't have the game. Pick it up. Come come play Bridge Crew with me. That's definitely a good price for an expansion. Like, it sounds pretty robust, and that's the, the version of Star Trek that I grew up with. Then come um, play with me! Be on my ship! It's that whole digging the VR out and setting it up and changing How the have HDR you not? How and have you through every not? time I want to do it. How have you not got your VR set up? It is set up. I just, every time I have to do it, I have to go through the little a little box that I have to run the HDMI cables through, and mine doesn't have the HDR pass-through, so if I want to do 4K or HDR, I have to take disconnect all that, and then I just have a VR headset laying around, so then I pack that up so it's uh, out of the way. And Why is this such... It takes, what, like five minutes a for whole me to set it up? Five minutes for four hours. Oh. I was playing this last night for four friggin' hours with randoms, and it was so much fun. People have come back to this game. Like I've talked to, I was talking to some people last night. It was the crew that was calling the woman sitting next to you, Persephone. Uh, and I was like, so is, is like everybody come back to this game because of this? And like a couple of them are like, yeah. And one guy's like, I never left. I'm like, whatever, dude. Hardcore. <laughs> like, yeah. Like I just played this all day, every day, man. I love me some Star Trek. Like, whatever. I love me some Persephone. It's hot. Mm. Mm. Counselor Persephone. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Come play with us if you've got it. Uh, Bridge Crew, I, you know, we don't have to do the next-gen stuff if you don't have it, but just come play. It's, aw- it's so much fun. So much fun. Can't say that enough. It's a lot of fun being every role. Captain's probably the most fun just because I get to bark orders, and I just, you know, I like to be in charge. So I like to be in yeah, charge. Yeah, you do. I really do. I absolutely do. Uh, Mario Tennis Aces, I was going to talk about that, but I don't care anymore do you care about mario tennis aces yes i still do and i'll tell you why i can't wait just because of its rpg aspects (laughs) we're getting rpg stuff that we haven't seen since the game boy advanced version and that's really the only thing that has me interested i want to get new gear for mario that improves my stats well i've also chain chomp is in the game i want to see how he actually like plays tennis so here, here's how. Here, here's who. Here's who's in the game. Good. I God, I can't talk anymore. Mario, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi. 
I don't even know who Waluigi is. Is he like the Wa- the Wario? Waluigi. So there's Wario. Yeah, He's like the, I yeah, forget exactly yeah. well, like what care. his thing is with Mario. I stopped caring. Peach. Like the mirror Mario. And then there's Waluigi, who's the mirror sure. version of Luigi. Peach. Daisy, who used to be the stripper name of a girl I dated. Uh, Yoshi. Donkey Kong. Uh, Koopa. Bowser. Koopa Jr. Bowser Jr. Uh, Hon Koopa, which is Dry Bowser. I don't even know what Dry Bowser that sounds like that a I move. Don't know either. That sounds like a move you would you would look up on Urban Dictionary. Uh, the dry Bowser. The dry That's Bowser. A good one, right? We just dry Bowsered in the back seat. Uh, Teresa, which I, apparently is Boo. Uh, Rosetta. Who's, Rosalina. Who's Teresa? Boo, the the ghost. His name is Boo. Who's Teresa? That's it. Says Teresa, and then it says Boo next to it. What? I'm looking this up. You look it up. Rosetta, which is Rosalina. I don't even know. I, whatever. Uh, Toadette, which is Kinopico. Uh, Kinopio, which is Toad. What? Diddy Kong, Koopa Troopa, Koopa Paratroopa, Shy Guy, Kamek, Birdo, Spike, Chain Chomp, Boom Boom, uh, Dry Bone, and Dry Bones. Like, that is something you can look up. <laughs> and, and Blooper. Like, so there's lots of characters in this, so I'm looking forward to it. I, I, uh, this will be the next Switch game that I pick up. And I kind of wish that this was out when I was on vacation. Oh, uh, I know what it is. So it's a, it's a spinoff of the Japanese name Teru Bozu or Ghost, which is Teru uh, Tereru. Um, so it's it's just that. So Teresa is Teresa. Sometimes Tereru. you know way too much about stuff get good scrubs and it's not stuff that i'm interested in like if so you do a lot it, about they star just trek, translated to english as boo if you do a lot of stuff about star trek i'd be like yeah let's talk but you don't you, you know, know in season four episode seven of captain kirk oh, they captain actually kirk. had a stunt there double was no for season of the four movie. there was only three seasons of the original series <laughs> god making stuff up you can't even make it up right get good scrubs oh my Join us next week when you'll hear Garrick and I argue over Detroit Become Human. It'll be good times. It will be good times because it is a great game. It better be. Wait, wait. Can I just ask how far you are into it right now? Like how many hours have you put into Detroit Become Human over this Uh, Memorial Day weekend? That's the last thing I did. Oh, good God. I found the guy in the attic. Get good scrubs. You're so far. How far is that? That's you're so far behind where I am. I like okay. I stopped playing because I was afraid I was going to finish the game, and then but the replayability. Like we'll talk about this next week. I but I can't even deal with you right now. <laughs> I can't. I just can't even deal with you. Good God! Look for our new logo sometime this week. Hopefully, maybe I don't know. Uh, depends on when Curtis gets it out. That's Garrick. I'm Crowley. You're you. This has been Bad Gamers Anonymous. We'll see you next week. Thank <laughs> you.